up everybody and welcome to Tailgate Talks powered by the nation. This is episode 161, our Texas Tech versus Kansas preview. If you missed it earlier this week, we dropped our Texas Tech basketball season preview. Um, it was right behind our TCU review, which was not fun, um, but we did dive into this basketball season. So I know the season is tipped away now as you're listening to this, but if you want to go back, catch everything we had to say about the basketball season, it's all at the end of that episode. We did a really good breakdown with 10 questions about the season, uh, broke down the roster and everything like that. So uh, excited for basketball season to get started. There won't be any basketball on this one, but to catch everything that we're doing through the rest of the football season and basketball season, you got to follow us on Apple and on Spotify. Give us those five stars, five stars for the tailgate, and you listen to us on Apple. Hit us with those reviews. Also, follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Also, give our YouTube channel a follow. Subscribe to the channel to catch all the videos that we're posting, including our predictions that we'll make for this Tech Kansas game. Uh, and lastly, if you have anything to add, comment, or questions for the show, email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So with all of that said, let's go ahead and get to, into our Kansas preview. We're going to start this thing off right. Well, Dustin, uh, a matchup that at the beginning of the season we thought might be a cakewalk does not look that it's going to be much of a cakewalk anymore as the Kansas Jayhawks come to town fresh off of a oh, win no, no. over Oklahoma State. They have now won six games on the season. They have a better record than you at this point in the season. Um, uh, they are uh, on their second string quarterback, yeah, but still finding ways to win games. So exciting season for the Jayhawks. And right now, kind of uh, a season that's starting to kind of be a little struggle for you as you've had some uh, disastrous fourth quarters uh, in these last two games. So, Dustin, what are your thoughts on uh, this upcoming game Saturday night at the Jones versus the Jayhawks? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm kind of demoralized a little bit at this point. These last two losses have crushed me a little bit, um, demoralized, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, Kansas is not the cakewalk right now, technically better than you. So, I mean, we're only a, like a three-point favorite. <laughs> so, like, I'm hoping we can turn things back around with the home game and get things fixed. But, um, I mean, we need a serious bounce back. We need to finish the season strong. Like, we've had some ups and downs, but we got to try to finish this thing strong and not just fall apart down the stretch. So, we need a, need a big win here. Yeah, this is a huge one. You only have – a handful of opportunities left and bowl eligibility is still two wins away. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm much like you right now. I'm kind of, I'm down. Uh, I'm not super excited right now, especially seeing Baron uh -huh. go off the field in a boot. Uh, and then, you know, seeing how Tyler Shuck kind of struggled um, doesn't necessarily give me a whole lot of confidence moving forward. What I know is like our defense is going to go out there and compete. Um, it's just what are you going to get from the offense right now? So um, right now, I don't think we know anything about Barron's injury as we record this. We haven't had Joey McGuire's uh, nope. Monday morning presser. Um, and so 
Uh, right now, if you had to guess, do, do you think Barron is going to be quarterbacking Saturday for you, or are you going to have to go with Tyler Shuck on Saturday? I hope he is. I hope it's Barron. Yeah. I still think Barron gives you the best offense, the best chance. The ball has some zip and some life to it. You know, Shuck doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Um, a lot of his balls seem interceptable, man, <laughs> wobbly and interceptable. So, and of course, Donovan, we know what Donovan is. So, I don't want to go back to that well either. So, I hope it's Baron. And if it's Shuck, I hope we run the ball more. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I don't really know what to expect, and so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna predict. I, I, I'm, I'm with you though. I think Barron is your best chance to win. And I think, honestly, Donovan is a better chance to win. I, I just not liked what I've seen from Tyler so far. Like, he's throwing a lot of duds. And for some reason, you keep having him throw to the sideline, even though you know, like, it takes him forever to Dude, get it over there. Like, can't make it. Like, I, I, I just I haven't liked what I've seen from him. He doesn't really inspire a whole lot of confidence in me. I honestly think this team's better off with Donovan starting if Barron's hurt. But right now, um, yeah, right now, the whole quarterback room is just – it's just cursed, man. I don't know what we need to do. Some incense yeah. around the locker room. Um, where did we get this quarterback curse from? I was trying to think about that. Like, what, what happened? I have it. It's the Patrick Mahomes curse. We had Patrick Mahomes, and we couldn't win with him. We had the greatest quarterback maybe ever, and we couldn't <laughs> win with him. And now – There's got to be something else. Every time like somebody – I, I, Somebody got spited Every time somebody says Patrick Mahomes went to Texas Tech, that's a guaranteed another quarterback injury. So – we're going to have to play three, four <laughs> quarterbacks for the rest of time because <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't know what we did to have to deserve this. This is what, like three straight seasons where we've had to start three different quarterbacks um, in games. It's just, it's ridiculous, man. Um, I mean, even going back to Mahomes' days, I mean, he like, still got hurt, even yeah. then, like, you know, he, we were, he got knocked out of the Texas game and we we're starting Vinny Testaverde Jr. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's been it's been going on for pots like, and sticks. It's been going on since like pots and sticks, really. Like ten years now. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I you know Daggy had healthy years. Daggy was really the only quarterback that had healthy years. I it's thought. been ever since then, which much, is funny yeah. because he was like the most injured quarterback. He's like, like the smallest one all of all of. Yeah, and yet he had giant linemen though that did not let him get hit. Yeah, but what he had like three ACLs before and didn't play like high school football yeah. because he was hurt all the time. And then he, yeah. but then he's like your healthiest quarterback that you've had at Tech. Like it's it's bizarre. He wouldn't definitely not come here now <laughs> with that injury history and our injury. History. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. I don't know what we got to do to keep a quarterback healthy, but we need to find whatever that is and, yes. and hopefully. Um, Hopefully, maybe we all just need to pray harder for quarterback health. I don't know. Some of you slacking on your yeah. prayers. <laughs> um, but, you know, offense was the big struggle. Uh, it's kind of been the big topic of, of conversation lately. We dove into it after the, you know, in our TCU recap. But, you know, what do you, what does Kitley have to do to get this offense back on track? You know, no matter who the quarterback is, I think we both think it's the run. Um, but, you know, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? It's still the run. Like quit going away from it. Like stay with it. Keep keep pounding it with them. I mean, it's it's worked for a lot of other teams this year. Like we've seen it firsthand. Baylor. <laughs> I mean, Baylor did it. Kansas State did it a different way. Baylor was like, Texas we're handing really the ball it. off to our running back thirty six times. <laughs> yes, 
I mean, they ran like 50 sometimes total that game with a freshman running back 36 times. Like, it's ridiculous. And we have two of the best ones, and we don't, we kind of go away from them. So I still think it's run the ball, run the ball, run the ball with those two guys um, and try to go play action and whatnot. Build your offense off of that. Yeah. I, he's just got to stick with it. And for some reason this season, it just doesn't feel like he's, he's comfortable sticking with it. Maybe he's too adaptable. <laughs> that was one of the things we talked about before. It was like, can we, do we have an offensive coordinator who can be adaptable? And he's like, you know what? Let's just adapt out of everything. Um, it just feels like he bells on it so early. I, I just think that's the key to this game, man. Can you establish the oh, yeah. run, hand it off, give it to your three backs, use Cameron Valdez some, and just stick with it. If you get one yard on, on a run, don't just completely abandon it for the rest of the drive. Like just trust no. your running backs. They're going to fight. Counting. They're going to fight for every single yard that they can. They've done it all year. Uh, and they definitely need more carries than 18 combined. Um, so yes. that, that's the embarrassing thing, I think. Um, and a lot of people should be embarrassed by that when seeing that stat line, because they were the two players you were talking about the most before the season. Um, defensive, defensively, I, you know, they competed well against TCU. They, they did the bend till it broke kind of defense where they, they kept you in the game the whole time. And then your offense put them in tough situations. And at that point, you know, they, it kind of broke, but still they competed hard. Um, what do you expect from them uh, against this Kansas offense where you got Jason Bean, their quarterback, who came in to fill in for uh, Daniels, who got hurt, who's got a little over 1,000 yards passing, 11 touchdowns to one interception. Devin Neal, of course, they're all-conference type running back, 761 yards and seven touchdowns. And then their leading receiver, Lawrence Arnold, uh, who has 419 yards and four touchdowns on the season. Yeah, I got to try to stop Neal on that run, but – Get pressure on Bean. I think that was one good positive of the TCU game was our pressure yes. with our front, uh, getting pressure on that quarterback. So definitely need to keep that up, especially since Bean is, you know, their tech backup quarterback that's been playing a couple games, but less experience and less athleticism than their, you know, Heisman type starter they had. So pressure on him and then try to stop Neil, but keep keep doing your bend, but don't break. I mean, it's been working for you. I mean. Maybe maybe one day the offense will show up with you, and that'll be an amazing thing like we had at West Virginia. So keep doing it. It's working um, pretty well. So keep doing it and get pressure on Bean and stop Neil. Yeah, I think you made a great point. that They were they got the four sacks, and they were constantly harassing Dugan uh, at that game until, you know, kind of fell apart. And that was really fun to watch. You know, Tyree Wilson's yeah. impact was felt like everybody was talking about him. The announcers were talking about him when they weren't talking about um, uh, analytics. They were like, wow, Tyree Wilson is a beast. Um, so, yeah, I think that's definitely key. Continue that pressure. They, they obviously took the Baylor game kind of personally, and um, they didn't let that really good T- TCU offensive line completely dominate them. They, they definitely had their impact. So, um, yeah, I think that's definitely the key. Keep that going. Make their quarterback uncomfortable. Um, he's done a good job of protecting the ball so far this season. Uh, you got to get some turnovers. You weren't able to do that against CCU. That was a, probably oh, yeah. another reason yeah. you didn't win that game. But you've got to find a way to get some turnovers, whether that's forcing a fumble or getting a pick. Um, just turnovers have come so few and far between this season. Um, you, you need to be able to do that. So. Um, that that's kind of what I'm looking for from this defense. But uh, any yeah, kind of other things you want to talk about of this team right now? I mean, I know there's not really 
a super whole lot. That's that's got us confident. Yeah. Right but I mean, we in our text chain the other day, group chat, like when we were bringing Shuck or Donovan in, you know, Ruddy Kelsey was like, "Let's get some a turnover," and I was like, "Well, if we're bringing Shuck or Donovan in, we're going to need multiple turnovers because we know they're going to give it up." Yeah. So like at this point, it's even more an emphasis to try to get turnovers because you know you're going to give it up. Like you need a positive turnover margin at this point. <laughs> and and a turnover margin that isn't you like minus four like like these games are ridiculous with how much you're turning the ball over and and these quarterbacks just like their lack of awareness just it it's something that needs more more emphasis is just to protect the ball more and and not take those risks sometimes like it's okay um but you know we'll see we'll see if we can see improvements on that front um you know quarterback at this point when we're talking tonight uh, remains unknown. We don't know what's going on with Baron. Uh, By the time this comes out, we might know Tyler Shuck's the guy, but um, (laughs) at this point we're still holding out hope that Baron's okay. Maybe that ankle just needed some time to rest for a little bit. Hopefully he can be back out there because the offense looked pretty brutal with Shuck uh, leading it against TCU. That leads us to our prediction time. Texas tech, Kansas, the six-win Jayhawks head to town. Uh, so, as always, let's start off with our defensive predictions. Dustin, kick it over to you. You got your defensive prediction right last week. I think you've gotten a couple defensive predictions so far this season. So, what do you got for us this week? I'm going back to it. I'm doubling down. Give me four sacks again. Four sacks. I like it. <laughs> Sticking with four this time. I'm not backing off. Yeah, just stick to the well that that helped you, you know. Don't don't stray too far from it. I like it. I'm sticking kind of around what I did last week because I'm going to say we hold Devin Neal to under 100 yard rushing. That's going to be my prediction. Um, If you want to win this game, limiting him on the ground is going to be key. Um, And and kind of the run game has has been getting you the last couple weeks. If you're able to limit him, you're going to have a good week. Um, and if you're up and your offense is playing well, they might have to abandon the run. So I'm going to say Devin Neal under 100 yards rushing. Offensive prediction, Dustin, what do you have on that side of the ball? I am going with a receiver to have a 100-yard receiving game, (laughs) which we have not seen in three weeks. Not even close. So give me that. Not even close to it like last few weeks. You've only had dudes catching the ball two or three times. Like We've got to figure that out. Yeah. Yep, give me a hundred plus for somebody. I'm not calling my shot on who. Yeah, that's too damn yeah. hard. We we <laughs> give we, me one. We up. figured that out. It took us like half the season to figure it out. But just put insert receiver here, and um, yeah. I'm gonna go. We're gonna Zach Kelly's listening to us. Twitter fans listen to us. Podcast talking about we need to run the ball more. I'm gonna say combined combined thirty carries for Sir Roderick right. and Taj Brooks this week. We try to run I the would ball. Love that. I, I just, it's just a prayer. I hope, I hope we can get more than 18 um, carries between your two best, maybe your two best offensive players. Um, maybe 30 between them, them three. Add Cameron Valdez into there. Um, I'm, I'll take yeah. that. 30 carries between your best running backs. I'll take that. We need to run the ball, uh, especially if uh, Shuck or, or Donovan starting for you on Saturday need to get the run game going. Score prediction. Dustin. What is your score prediction for Texas Tech, Kansas? I'm going with Tech wins at home, 38 to 24. Pretty good 
Solid 14-point win there. Okay. I'm going 34-24 this week, I think. Okay, pretty close. I think points is, like right now, not knowing what our quarterback situation is, I don't know how Philadelphia is really running up the score. Um, But, yeah, I think a 34-24 victory sounds uh, reasonable there. Um, So those are our predictions for... Uh, this week's Texas Tech Kansas game. Anything else for this game, Dustin, that you wanted to add on? No, I'm good. Y'all come out and support the boys on Saturday. Yeah, support the boys. Enjoy another night game at the Jones. 6 p.m. tip or yeah. kickoff for this one. So, uh, looking forward to another night game. Uh, don't get too much of them. So, <laughs> enjoy them when you get them. All right. Um, let's move on to our shot bets now before we get out for the week. Shot bets last week. Uh, me and Dustin split on the TCU. Dustin went Texas Tech minus nine and, or plus nine and a half. I went TCU minus nine and a half. Of course, TCU gets the 10 point win. Uh, so I get the shot bet victory there. An unfortunate victory. I was kind of betting the shot bet in hopes that uh, it would give us some <laughs> better luck. Unfortunately not. Uh, our NFL shot bet is we had the Rams plus three and Dang. the Bucks one by three. So that's null. So that 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 shot bet's nullified. So we no shot owed there for us because um, we, we you know had the Rams. That was a hell of a comeback by Brady in that one. Yes, if we were still doing our NFL segments, we would have had to do uh, our time it takes Tom Brady to come back and beat your NFL team week whatever <laughs> recap in 44 49 seconds <laughs> or something so um so yeah so we dustin goes oh and one this week i go one and oh since that rams bet is void uh this week kansas texas tech texas tech a four point favorite currently dustin which way i'm i'm assuming you're sticking with your texas tech side of this bet you bet we are. We're sticking with that side of the bet. I am sticking with that side of the bet as well. Think Texas Tech bounces back, gets the Kansas win uh, this week at home um, by you know by a touchdown or more. It sounds pretty reasonable. Our NFL shot bet for this week, uh, Dustin will go Cowboys and Packers. And while this would have been a really fun game at the beginning of the season, the Packers are are not very good right now. As they lost to the Lions today, Cowboys will be coming off of a bye week, but it is in Lambeau. Uh, Cowboys currently a four-point favorite as I look today. Um, what do you, This line might change, but what side of the bet are you planning on going if things kind of stay the I, same? I, I would hammer the Cowboys yeah. on if I was actually betting because the Packers look like they really stink. You've lost multiple games. you lost to the Lions who don't have – and they just traded away – Hawkinson, they don't have St. Brown really playing healthy. Swift's not healthy. Like the best offense players aren't even healthy, and they still beat beat you Packers. Come and they on. have a terrible defense. They've been giving up like all sorts of points to everybody all season, and yet the Packers that was supposed to be their strength. Yeah, and the Packers couldn't even score points on the Lions. So, so I would take the Cowboys by a mile in this one. Yeah, I would uh, hammer that as well, especially this early on. That probably is going to creep up, I would think, to maybe about six by kickoff. Um, yeah. Four kind of does seem shocking. But um, that will do it for our shot bets. Before we officially wrap up this week, Dustin, do you have a final shot for us? No, we talked a lot of 
couple football games, a lot of basketball season. I'm ready to get into another busy week. Yeah, ready to get into another busy week. My final shot will just be shouting out to college basketball getting tipped off. Uh, just another sport to add uh, into the mix of NFL, college football, and all of that. Uh, always fun to have that back in our lives, especially right now. Uh, we know Texas Tech always provides some excitement for us in the basketball season. So looking forward to that. Hope you guys enjoy the first game, of, or hope you all enjoyed the first couple games of the season. By the time you're listening to this, uh, Tech will have played two basketball games. So um, I'll just all excited for, for basketball season to get going. But um, that will do it for us this week here uh, at Tailgate Talks. Catch us next week when we'll be recapping uh, Texas Tech versus Kansas, previewing Texas Tech versus Iowa State. Uh, also, you know, recapping the first week of Texas Tech basketball. So a lot of fun things to come ahead uh, for us, hopefully, here. And to catch all of that, you got to follow us. you got to follow us on Apple and on Spotify. If you're liking what you're hearing, give us those five-star ratings, five stars for the tailgate. Also, if you listen to us on Apple, hit us with those reviews. Also, follow us on social media. Follow our Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're on in Instagram and on Facebook we also have a YouTube channel. We'll post our predictions and other little videos, uh, our basketball uh, preview and all that stuff for you there. So follow that YouTube channel, subscribe, ring the bell anytime you want to be alerted for when we drop a video. That will do it. Thanks for listening to our Kansas preview. And as always, we will catch y'all at the next tailgate. Peace.